All right. And we're back. Sunday morning. Easy like Sunday morning. It's Sunday. Yep. It's Gimme 10. Yep. It's Jim. Yep. It's JT. Yep. Coffee. Yep. Phones. Yep. Timer. Yep. Microphone. Microphone. So Jim had a great idea for an episode, and so we're going to do that today. And are we, so are we calling this mementos? Yeah, trinkets, mementos, um, you know. So basically he texted me and said, what would you think about each of us bringing in a few items that have no dollar value, per se, to anyone, but are have great value to us personally? Yeah. And I said, great, I can do that. And then showed up with nothing. I'm gonna have to describe him. (laughs) It's gonna. He's gonna live vicariously, or you know, he's gonna have the same experience you guys will have, just hearing it, not being able to see it. Of course, I imagine we could take pictures and post them later. Yeah, we could post them on the on the comments. Great idea. Well, I'll I'll dig mine out of um, dry storage and have them. Well, since it's your idea, I would love for you to go first. Okay, I will go first. And I didn't want to get all heavy handed and overly emotional, so. Two of mine are kind of goofy, but I just enjoy them, and I'm going to have them for the rest of my life, and there's absolutely no monetary value. So the first one is this first place putt-putt golf and games trophy. This is the only trophy I've kept from my whole life. I didn't keep any of my soccer trophies, or I wasn't ever very good at sports growing up anyway, but I love to play them. But I kept this one because I hope that um, with my stupid sense of humor that if I ever had like a man cave, my lone trophy that I could have, in like a shadow box, you know, on a mm-hmm. 10 foot by 10 foot wall would just be this tiny putt-putt golf trophy. So it makes me laugh and, um, you know, nostalgia for putt-putt, which I love and miss. Of course. Um, I think you might be wrong, though. I think that, that you would probably be surprised at the amount of value that trophy has. Really? Yeah, for putt-putt stuff. You think and, so? And I'll tell you why, because this, this is a great tie-in to what my first item would be. I'm also a huge fan of all things retro, as yes. most of you know, and yeah. putt-putt golfing games. Rest in peace. Uh, it was one of those things that I really loved. And the reason that I really loved it is because most of the time on Saturdays when I was a kid, my dad would take me uh, to some arcade somewhere and just let me mash buttons on the like He would just give me $5 to throw in the change machine and I could run around and play games yeah. to my heart's content. And sometimes he would play with me or help me with stuff. But most of the time he would sit somewhere and like drink soda and read the paper. Yeah. Um, and so... Putt-Putt, if you remember, when you first walked in the front door, the arcade, the bulk of the arcade was to the left. And then on the right, there was a few arcade games, but there were several tables and the snack bar. So what my dad would do is he'd get his paper and he'd get the little putt-putt cup of soda and he would just sit over there and read the paper or a magazine or what have you while I ran around the arcade. So I have a small collection of old tokens from video arcades that used to go to with my dad. Yeah, so I have... So they used to have... Each... Arcade had its own thing. Some of them had slots cut in the side, so you couldn't... Machines, the token takers actually had little things like prongs where you have to put their tokens in so you couldn't put other change in or what have you. So I have some of those. And another one's had... I I guess this is a cost-saving measure. They were drilled out in the middle or or they were cast with with a hole in the middle. So I have some of those tokens on a little leather cord that I carry with me. Really? That Mm -hmm. reminds me of... Was it a... Oh, the movie with Val Kilmer and Real Genius, where they make the quarters out of liquid nitrogen oh, or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. And or was it in that? And they had a quarter with a hole in it, and they would put it in and pull it back out. I don't think that was Real Genius. Wire. Liquid nitrogen was Real Genius. Okay. I don't know about the other one. Somebody had a hole in a quarter, and they put fishing wire around it. They drop it in the machine and pull, pull it, it back out. out. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Okay. All right. Number so, two. Um, 
Number two is really goofy, but it's a guy that we went to high school with, Stephen Prevat. I don't know how I ended up with his picture. What in the world? He is, it's obviously like uh, sunrise probably, and he had been up having a good time the night before. And he's there with his shirt off and his you know swim trunks. Looks like he just came out of the ocean. And he's standing directly behind this man who's fully clad in denim. And I'm in denim jeans and a denim shirt. Canadian tuxedo. Canadian tuxedo who's crouching, obviously taking pictures of, you know, birds or wildlife or the sunrise or sunset. And, you know, he was, this guy's obviously getting this wonderful picture. Unbeknownst to him, right behind him is Steven, who's doing like the, the humping motion. Yeah, he's so basically he, humping this guy's head. Yeah. Let me say it again. It's so Yeah, he's not about his head quite, but yeah. It, that's, you can see all the holes in this. I've kept this on the wall on like my court board above my desk in my office. Just because I think you all, instead of my, this is my hang in there poster. Yeah, that's the equivalent of the... Yeah, I, mm-hmm. anytime I need a chuckle, I'm sitting at my desk and the day's crappy and... Yeah. I love to look up at this picture just because it makes me laugh every single time I look at it. And I've sent it to him and, you know, over the phone and been like, dude, thank you again for taking this picture 20 years ago because it makes me laugh. I don't even know how I came about it. I was not there. I don't know how I got this picture, but... That's crazy. Yeah, but that's just a little thing that I love and I'll keep it forever just because it's so funny. It is funny. It's a great picture. Yeah. I have some pictures like that of beach trips I took when I was in college. Yeah. Around. And I I, same thing. I look back at those for, for fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, so my second one, I would say, when I graduated high school, the secretary at our church got me a very, very nice Waterman ballpoint pen. Well, that's got value. Yes. Yeah, so, well, I mean, not, I mean, not that, again, you could buy a Waterman pen now at Office Depot yeah. or whatever for, for not a lot of money, but I've had this pen since 1997. Nice. And at one point, the tail end cap got stuck in the cap. It's like a pull-off cap one. Yeah. And so it was just... Useless for, I mean, you couldn't, you know, couldn't put, the, put the cap back put, on. Couldn't put the cap back on it, basically. And so for years, I just had had it sitting and never did anything with it. And so I've eventually decided, well, I can fix this. So I will take it apart and fix it. Yeah. And so I really thought I could. And I was very, very wrong. Uh, there's a lot of, you wouldn't think it, but there's a lot of time. I mean, it's got like a gold band and gold rings and yeah. it all fits together very, very nicely. But I couldn't get it back together and make it work the way it was supposed to work and get the piece out. So I contacted Waterman and asked them, and they said, that pen is way too stinking old. We don't touch anything over 10 years. You can try these three people. And so I ended up emailing this one guy and sent him pictures, and he said, yes, send it to me. I can repair it for you, and we'll get it you know, back, back to 100%. Wow. So I shipped him the pen, had it repaired, and, and he sent it back to me. And he, uh, he was great. He didn't charge me. Too much. It would be. Um, Did he charge you more than what the pen originally cost? Oh God, yes, probably, probably, probably two or three times what the pen yeah, originally that's cost. Awesome. But it's sentimental value. Yeah. So uh, he sent it back to me, and like one time I took it and like wrote with it a little bit, and then I just put the cap back on it and put it back in the protective case that he sent with it. And <laughs> nice. so that's that's on the shelf, and that's uh, that's cool though. And that dude, that just reminds me kind of uh, S Town, the the protagonist in S Town, who was this amazing clock fixer, right? right? He would send grandfather clocks mm-hmm. or he would go and he was one of the only people in the world that could fix these grandfather clocks. You, mm-hmm. you found this guy was one of the only people in the world who could fix yeah, these Yeah, do pens. these old Waterman pens. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's kind of neat. What was that guy's name? John. John something. Yeah. Anyhow. From right down the road. Leave in the comments. Yeah. What's his name? All right, last one. And this one is kind of a, well, it's, you know, 
real important to me. It's kind of sad. You know, I've never been the guy who holds on to birthday cards and gifts like that. I appreciate the, the thought, but I don't keep them forever. And so, of course, with cards and stuff for my mom, I never really kept. Um, and a couple, my mom passed away three years ago almost. And soon after she did, Kelly found this little note from her to me that she had sent in, I don't know, this is before she even moved here. But it's just her handwriting. And it's a little, you know, it's, it's just her babbling about these two pieces. She probably tore something out of a magazine is what it sounds like about, yeah. you know, investing or a crock pot recipe or Mom whatever. stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and so I've just kept it. And it's real important to me because it was, I'm, I like maybe the day after she passed, Kelly brought it to me and said, Hey, this, maybe you'd want to keep this cause it's got your mom's handwriting on it. It was just in a drawer. Um, and so, you know, love your mom, love your parents, hug your parents. Yep. Um, if you ever get diagnosed with cancer, get a PET scan before you decide on the type of treatment, uh, that you're going to get because, um, stage four cancers, it's better probably just to ride it out instead of wasting your time. But yeah, this is a big, really important thing to me. Um, and we'll keep it forever. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, buddy. That's great. Uh, my last one is actually more than one thing. It is several things. I have a... I mean, depending on what you consider to be a collection or a decent size, I have a pretty decent sized. <laughs> well, it's, I don't. Know, I consider it small. Whatever. It's what a. What are we talking about? <laughs> it's a watch collection. Okay, a watch, watch collection. Watch collection. I have I have a handful of watches that I've collected over the years. I have my grandfather's Elgin pocket watch from the early 1900s. I have uh, my dad's Seiko. I have a collection of Timex Ironmans because I'm a retro geek. I have a just recently acquired a Double Dragon yes. Gaming watch that is boss. Yes. Um, Calculator I have, watch? I don't have one of those. I've got an old, I have an old, an old Casio, like a plain Casio, a very okay. plain Casio. I have a couple Seikos. Um, but it's it's nice to me to have Dad's watch and Grandpa's watch in there. So those are important to me. Oh, but it, th- there's the most expensive watch in that collection is probably around 100 bucks. So I'll, I'll take it and set. It's probably... You know, not no big monetary value. Yeah. So I have one of my dad's watches as well. That's big time. Awesome. All right. Well, good stuff. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you.